What's up, everybody? My name is Will. Welcome back to Thoughts Said Count. Play my music, man. All right. Thank you for tuning into another episode. I am glad you're here. I hope you're having a great Monday. Today, we are going to be talking about happiness. Yep, that's right. The thing that so many people are after, happiness. We're going to be talking about a common misconception with happiness, and we're going to talk about ways that you can achieve more and greater levels of happiness in your personal life. So let us not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Now, who doesn't want to wake up happy with their lives, you know, fulfilled and at peace with everything that's going on? Like happiness is something that everyone is after. Now, I am aware that it is basically impossible to be happy all the time. I do understand this, and I do think that, you know, the trials and tribulations of life are what kind of make it interesting. But I mean, like, overall happiness, contentness with your life, and more so, peace. Because I think that that's a common misconception about happiness, is that it's about pleasure. But happiness is actually about peace. So, for example, some people are like, oh, well, if I just go on that vacation, or if I just get that brand new shiny car then I'll be happy. But these are pleasurable experiences. But you'll find that, you know, after you return from that vacation or after a month with that new car, you realize that for the most part, everything's still the same. The vacation, while it had nice memories, did not solve the problems of your home life. And perhaps that new car is just another bill now that you're getting less and less compliments on. Now, I've heard this common phrase, and I'm sure you all have well, and it's that money can't buy happiness. And I know what you're thinking. Let me go ahead and look into my crystal ball. Uh, Yeah, you're thinking money would definitely buy me happiness. And this may be true, but I think the important thing to denote is that money doesn't buy happiness itself. It buys things that can make you happy. For example, if you're stressed out about making rent on time or paying a mortgage, then the money would then, of course, give you the peace of mind that you won't have to worry about making that payment on time. And notice the way that I worded that. It buys you the peace of mind. But say you use it to buy something pleasurable, like say, for example, that same rent or mortgage payment is stressing you out and you use alcohol instead to quench that. Money bought you that alcohol, but you'll find that after that alcohol is worn off, that problem still remains is because you used money to buy pleasure instead of peace. And perhaps the situation is now even worse. And this is because peace was not achieved in the fulfillment of that pleasure. And I think that this is the misconception of infidelity as well, is that people think that they'll be happy after they pursue this pleasurable experience with another person, but it doesn't because it ruins the peace aspect of it. And that's why typically in cases of infidelity, it doesn't actually institute happiness, it institutes chaos because it completely dismantles the peace aspect of it. So let's talk about happiness in its simplest form. And it comes down to two things. One, stressors, things that detract from your happiness, things that pull you out of your peace. And then the other side of that, peace generators is what I call them. So I'll give you some examples of some potential stressors. Number one, being other people. Now this can manifest in ways of trying to live up to a certain person's expectation of you, worrying about people's opinions of you, and having those being your guiding factors on the things that you do, and therefore dictating your happiness slash peace. Worry is another example of a potential stressor because it's one of those things that most of the time is not beneficial. Now it can be, it can be used as a motivator, but unfortunately a lot of people will worry in situations that it it doesn't actually benefit them. For example, say you make a mistake and you worry about the consequences of that mistake. Well, you can't undo the mistake, so the better thing to do would be to 
not worry about it, but learn from it. I would also include this as problematic when it comes to worrying about a worst case scenario that is probably more unlikely. You may have heard me talk about this on a different episode, but the next potential stressor is guilt. Obviously people can be guilty for a plethora of reasons. The place that you live can be a potential stressor. If you live in a place that's not the safest or it's a place that you don't seek to live. How about your job or your career path? Now, I really like this one because this one is one of those ones that I think plagues a lot of people. I think a lot of people will settle for jobs that they don't actually enjoy. And perhaps it's a job they don't even want to be working, but they chose it because they thought maybe their family would like if they had a specific career path. There's also the scenario of working a job that you like, but not being at the organization that you enjoy. Say your boss is a bit of a mean person, we'll say, or you have that coworker that you don't like. That can definitely be a stressor knowing that you have to go in and see them every single day. Of course, my opinion is always going to be that you should do something that brings you happiness for a career because that's going to be the job that fulfills you the most. And whether or not that makes you a lot of money, you know that at a job that you like, you'll be able to perform your best and you'll be able to do it for a long time and you'll be able to enjoy it while you do it. And now we'll follow up that very large stressor with another potentially very large stressor, the news. Now, I'm sure with the current events happening over in Ukraine right now, this is attributed to a decent amount of stress for a lot of people. Now, I don't seek to be a Merocentric and say that we have it worse than Ukrainians right now, but we do feel the effects of that kind of invasion, even though we are over here. And I think the news does a great job at not only politicizing the war, but fanning that flame of panic and disrupting the peace in a lot of people who are watching. Unfortunately, I think this is very common in today's media as well, because unfortunately, that kind of negativity is the thing that gets clicks. That's the thing that gets viewers. People can't seem to look away from that kind of negativity. Now, I understand the seeking of information, but if you're looking to a biased news source for your information, then the information that you get is probably going to have a certain slant to it. And if information is your real goal, perhaps you may seek it in a place that is not biased or in a place that minimizes bias. But anyway, finally, we have social media. Now, social media these days has set an unrealistic standard for the average lifestyle of a typical person your age. Now, that's not to say that I think social media is a bad thing, but I do think that if you don't use social media carefully, it can be a thing that really, really inhibits your peace. And the reasoning is because it only offers a very select window into somebody else's life. Typically, people are not posting when things go bad for them. But you see both the dramatic highs and lows of your own life. So when you look around at other people and you look at social media and you see that everything's going great for them, it begins to feel like you're failing or things aren't going great for you. Even though they could be going through the same or worse experiences, but they don't show it on social media so you don't ever see it. And that's not even addressing the unrealistic body standards that affects a lot of people, especially young kids as they look to social media and think that, why do I not look that good? Or why do I not look like that? Or why don't I have millions in my bank at 17 from day trading crypto? That's not to say that social media can't be an incredibly powerful tool, but it is to say you have to be very careful how you use that tool because it can be used against you and it can be used in a counterproductive way. So now, of course, this isn't a comprehensive list. Obviously, there are many more potential stressors that are catered to your specific life. But whatever your stressor is, it's important to be able to not only identify them, 
but take steps to try to clear those from your life or at the minimum manage their impact. So then on the other side of that, we have peace generators and peace generators are those activities or things that bring you peace, bring you happiness in your life. Now, I'm sure as I say that a couple of things immediately pop into your head. And I'm sure immediately the first thing that pops into your head is listening to thoughts that count every week. But some other examples of peace generators would be people. Now, the interesting thing about people is that they can go both ways. They can be either a stressor or a peace generator, depending on who they are. And that's why it's incredibly important to manage the type of people that you allow access to you, because your peace is incredibly important. And you have to kind of selfishly protect it because other people are going to do the same. That's not saying that you have to be on the defensive, but if somebody is showing you the signs that they're not going to value your peace the way that it needs to be valued, then that's a person that can't remain around or there has to be a conversation had that lets them know that, hey, this is going to be an issue and it can't continue. If you see a person fix it or try to fix it, that's a person who cares and that's probably someone who can remain around. Now, if you see somebody who doesn't even try to fix it, that's a person who doesn't care and shouldn't be around you. I said it once, I'll say it a thousand times, life is really too short. You can't afford to be allowing people to rob your happiness. And perhaps I'm in the minority here, but I feel like while I'm here, I should be seeking to live the best life I possibly can, the happiest life I possibly can. Even if it has trials and tribulations in it, I seek to live a life that is full of happiness and peace, surrounded by the people that I care about and that care about me and living in a way that produces the most joy and happiness and peace. And that leads us really well into the next peace generator, which is fulfilling activities. Now, these will be case by case. These will be specific to you, depending on what fulfills you. So for me, I personally love to travel. I love to be active and I love to be creative. So that means for me, fulfilling activities would be, of course, traveling but also doing sports like basketball or snowboarding and being creative, like making podcasts for my lovely, beautiful, intelligent, educated, sorry, I got carried away, my lovely listeners. As a quick side behind the scenes note, I'm currently working on getting some video content, hate that word, but video content for those of you who are a little bit more visual, but stay tuned for that. Announcements like that are on the way. But the last bit I have on peace generators is money. Now, money can definitely be put into both categories as well. Now, money's a tricky one because money is one of those things that can drive people to do the most immoral, irrational things, but also be the biggest driver of somebody's happiness. But I think at some level, we're all seeking to be financially free at some level. Even if you don't seek to be incredibly wealthy, like a multi-billionaire or anything, I think at a rudimentary level, because of the nature of the world, it's beneficial to have a little bit of money to be able to do the things that you want to do, be able to do things when you want to do them and not worry about losing things that are near and dear to you. But as with anything, you got to be careful with how it's utilized because of course, with great power comes great responsibility, right? So if you're utilizing this money in the way that adds to peace versus pleasure, like discussed in the beginning of this episode, then you will find that money can be a very effective peace generator. And likewise, with the stressors, there are obviously many more peace generators that would apply specifically to your individual life and potentially others. But these are just a few to get the ball rolling to get you thinking about, hey, let's look at my life and figure out where do my stressors lie and where do my peace generators lie. And then once you've done that, we can get to the steps of how do we become happiest. And I believe that this in its simplest form is figure out what brings you peace, figure out what 
gets in the way of your peace and work to eliminate the things that get in the way of it and increase the amount of things that bring it to you. So knowing what brings you peace will be very easy for you to identify. You'll be able to very quickly think of those things. But it gets a little bit more challenging when you have to actually come face to face and identify the things that get in the way of your peace. Because unfortunately, I think the things that get in the way of your peace could potentially be something that you've had around for a long time or something that you aren't particularly ready to get rid of. But regardless of this, my recommendation would be to write it down because it's incredibly useful to have a visual for these things so that you're not only held accountable, but you can be organized with the way that you work towards relieving these areas of stress. Also, you can date it so you can see how long these things have actually been around. Like if you really make a list of the things that are negatively affecting you and a month later, six of those things are still there, then you know that you haven't put any work towards eliminating those stressors and you probably know the reasons that you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And I think that being able to see which ones have remained on your list for a while and seeing those repeatedly will be that wake up call that you need to show yourself that, hey, you know what, this is something that impedes my happiness and this is something that I can't allow to continue. And then it's up to you to take action because if you're not going to take action for your own benefit, who else is going to? Now, I personally do this in the form of personal journaling. And this can be on the computer, this can be handwritten, this can be wherever you want. But I would say that personal journaling is a great way to kind of relieve your thoughts, organize your thoughts, and talk out the way that you feel without any fear of judgment. So in my journal, I can be completely transparent with the way that I feel. I don't have to hold anything back. And I can use it to organize the creative clutter that goes on in my head. I'm also able to discuss my emotions throughout the day or week or month and figure out kind of where the source of that issue is. And likewise, I can find areas in my life that bring me happiness, especially new things that I maybe didn't know were causing me happiness. I can find those things, pinpoint them and write them out. And it helps me to identify what I need more of in my life. And the thing is, it doesn't take very long. It doesn't take very much focus. All you got to do is sit down and begin writing and you'll be surprised with what your mind comes up with. It's something that I recommend. It's something you really don't have to do, but it brings me a lot of benefit. It brings a lot of people a lot of benefit. And I found that a lot of successful people also journal. So keep that in mind. But anyway, moving on. You've heard me talk about pleasure quite a bit this episode in quite a negative light. And I'm aware of this, but that's not completely the case. Pleasure is not a bad thing. It has its place in life. And I'm actually planning a hedonism episode in the near future. Hedonism is the pursuit of pleasure for those who don't know. But the application here is to utilize pleasure in a way that isn't detrimental and in a way that adds to happiness and peace and doesn't detract from them. So in the examples I use, drinking can be a great way to be social with friends and make memories. However, as some of you know all too well, <laughs> it can also be a way to lose memories. And these sorts of decisions will be at your discretion. You know yourself better than anyone else, so you can make the decision on what pleasurable experiences your life has room for. But I would put time into adequately assessing the things that bring you pleasure, why they bring you pleasure, and if they should continue. But it is that time of the episode. That's right. It's time for the weekly takeaway. And this week's weekly takeaway is to make that list. Make that list of things that bring you stress and impede your happiness and see if there's a way to solve it or make it less stressful than it is right now. And it also may be beneficial to take time to appreciate the things in your life that bring you peace. 
You know how much we love gratitude over here at Thoughts That Count. Maybe send a text to someone that you appreciate today. You never know how it could brighten their day. I'll practice what I preach here and say that I appreciate everyone who tunes into these episodes. I want you all to know that I love doing these episodes every single week. That's why I continue to do them. And it brings me a profound amount of peace and joy. So I thank you and I appreciate you being a part of it. But anyway, enough of all that sappy crap, right? That's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate you listening all the way through. I hope you found something that you can add to the life of you or someone around you. you okay. You know what we're building here. A community. We're making this something great. I thank you. I appreciate you. This has been Will with Thoughts That Count. I will see you next time.